Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We have breaking news this morning. Kobe Bryant has been killed in a helicopter crash. The basketball superstar was with his daughter when the chopper came down in Los Angeles. We are standing by for a live news conference from authorities in L.A., Let's go straight to our US correspondent, Paul Caddick. Paul, simply tragic news coming in right now. Good morning, Koshi. Good morning, Sam. Yeah, the basketball world, the city of Los Angeles, right across the United States, the world of sport just in shock this morning at this news. It was just a few hours ago that this helicopter went down in northwestern Los Angeles in the hills there. Uh, witnesses say they heard an engine sputtering as the uh, helicopter was flying low in foggy conditions before a loud explosion. Authorities soon confirmed that there were no survivors among the five people on board. And then came the news that 41-year-old basketball legend, the man considered one of the greatest basketballers of his generation, Kobe Bryant, was among those killed, as well as his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna, a rising basketball star herself. In fact, they were flying to Kobe's Mamba Sporting Academy in northwest Los Angeles for a game with Gianna's team. Also on board the chopper, we understand, one of Gianna's teammates and that teammate's parent, as well as the pilot of those killed. Here's what an eyewitness told us on the ground. It was very low flying and it was foggy day. You can't tell what kind of helicopter was that, what color. But I see it was very low and struggling the engine. You can't, you can't see, I mean, tell. It was not really running right there. It take like 20 seconds, I heard some explosion. Now we are expecting a press conference uh, shortly from authorities about the latest on what they know. But I suppose whatever happened with this crash, the, the how and the why, I guess the, the, the what, the result is really what's grabbing people's attention. The US President Donald Trump tweeting, it is just terrible news. Teammates in the NBA of, of Kobe basically saying this just does not seem real right now. Kobe Bryant was... He had a 20-year career with the Los Angeles Lakers. He helped take the team to five NBA championships. He was MVP for the league in 2008. He was a two-time Olympic gold medalist in basketball. In his finale, he scored 60 points in his final game back in 2016, one of the most memorable career finales ever in the game. His jersey numbers were retired. That was a first for the LA Lakers. And just recently, he was the third highest scorer in the NBA with 33,643 points. That was only just eclipsed last night by LeBron James of the Lakers. And, in fact, the last tweet on Kobe Bryant's feed is, uh, is congratulating LeBron James for, uh, for passing him uh, in, in the scoring in that game. 
after he uh, retired, he kept busy. As I say, he started up the, the Mumba Sports Academy to train up-and-coming basketballers like his daughter. Uh, he also wrote children's books. He even produced animated shorts. In fact, he won an Oscar in 2018 for his work on the animated short Dear Basketball. It is just uh, the, the, the scope of uh, what Kobe Bryant has done in his career, his story, his impact on this country, on the world of sport and entertainment, uh, is just almost indescribable. This is 7 News with Natalie Barr. Good morning. The government is scrambling to evacuate as many as 100 Australian children trapped in Wuhan, the epicentre of the coronavirus outbreak in China. These new pictures, uploaded to social media by an American tourist, show the streets of the usually thriving city utterly deserted. A fourth person in Sydney is believed to have tested positive for coronavirus. The diagnosis is expected to be confirmed today as the death toll in China climbs to 56. Another person in Melbourne has also tested positive after flying from China. Booking overseas package tours to Wuhan are now banned as fears grow over the spread of the disease. Australia Day saw courage honoured across the country with recognition for fire crews and their volunteers who made the ultimate sacrifice during a horror bushfire season. Sydney shone through the night with fireworks displays and a bushfire concert spectacular. Heroes in holograms for many. Australia Day this year was a time to reflect on what we've been through as a nation. As so many continue to face the most difficult of circumstances, we should recognise and value this strength and be proud of it. The Prime Minister and his daughters paid tribute to the heroes of our bushfire crisis, killed trying to save others. An Australia Day that seemed a little different to previous years, a party atmosphere given the past few months simply wasn't an option. Australia Day this year comes during a difficult time for New South Wales as we come to terms with the impact of the catastrophic fires. Despite a day of reflection, Sydney shone well into the night. From the city to Parramatta, hundreds packed the harbour to see the fireworks display. Followed by a two-hour Australia Day spectacular featuring a host of Aussie music greats. Hey, true the action far from confined to the city. Across the nation, our newest Australians sworn in. How does it feel to be Australian? Yeah, it feels fantastic. Thousands of others rallied, pushing to move the date to a different day. For me, it's not change the date, it's let's create it. As debate raged, incredible Australians were acknowledged, taking the title of Australian of the Year. Is Dr James Mewkey. The eye surgeon from Adelaide setting his sights on the link between blindness and type 2 diabetes. Professor John Newman named Senior Australian of the Year for his work preventing preterm births and finally the Young Australian of the Year. Is Ash Barty. The 23-year-old tennis champion from Ipswich, as humble as they come. I don't think I'm deserving of it, but uh, yeah, I'm just trying to be me. Christian Galpset, 7 News. Hundreds of Australians spent yesterday humbled, recognised for their outstanding contribution to our nation. From famous faces to quiet campaigners, more than 800 Aussies from every walk of life were honoured for their hard work. Famous faces, big voices, tireless workers. The known and unknown 
honoured Australians. Welcome to Government House. New South Wales Governor Margaret Beasley humbly accepting an Order of Australia, a job she loves, most of all inspiring young girls who come to visit. It really hit home to me how important that is. If you can't see, you can't be. If you can see, you can do. It's a list dominated by women. It's only Deborah Conway, it never ended. You know, an overall achievement to still be making music 40 years after I started. Actress Rachel Griffiths, no stranger to an award, but not like this one. I'm not saving lives, and compared to the incredible bravery and courage and sacrifice that Australians around uh, the country are currently making. To the woman who backs men. Equality advocate Bettina Arndt, proud to be raising eyebrows. I was out there talking about sex at a time when it was really taboo. And in recent years, what we're not allowed to talk about is what's happening to men and boys in our society. We live in an increasingly anti-male society and it makes me hopping mad. Seven's own Joe Griggs, a champion in the water, on our screens and in her tireless work for Beyond Blue. She says mum was in tears. And she's like, I just, I feel like my little high school dropout's going to be okay. <laughs> so, like, nothing else I've done. <laughs> Christine Stokes, wife to seven chairman, Kerry, honoured for cultural work, music and art. I'm really thrilled and honoured and humbled to be recognised in this way. There are plenty of big names. Keith Urban, actor Hugo Weaving. Little River Band's Glenn Shorrock, Paul Mercurio, many a highlight over a four-decade dance. Obviously, people are going to want me to say Strictly Ballroom, but, you know, dancing in, um, in New York for Baryshnikov um, when I was with Sydney Dance Company, he normally only stays for a half an act and leaves, but he stayed for the whole thing because he loved it. Still loving it and cheering on his first club, cricket legend Ian Healy. I find it hard to justify it's just for a cricket career where I was having so much fun and, and being in a successful era of cricket. Success for a quiet achiever too. Appearance activist Carly Finlay adding OAM to her name. Defying the expectations of those who think I couldn't possibly like the way I look or achieve what I have and getting on doing it anyway. The Aussie way. Honoured in 2020. Chris Reason, 7 News. A woman has died after choking on a lamington during an eating competition in a bizarre Australia Day tragedy at Harvey Bay in southern Queensland. It's believed the 60-year-old suffered a seizure after choking on the cake at the Beach House Hotel. Witnesses say bar staff and paramedics tried to CPR for more than half an hour. The hotel has refused to comment on the incident. There's more controversy surrounding Bridget McKenzie following her purchase of a $2 million investment property in Melbourne. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra. Taylor, pressure continues to mount on the senator over this sports rort scandal. Good morning, Nat. The Deputy Nationals leader's future hangs in the balance until the findings of an internal investigation into her conduct are handed down. The Prime Minister ordered the investigation after it was revealed Ms McKenzie used a $100 million sports grant program to funnel money into marginal seats in the months leading up to last year's election. But this morning there are new reports that the Senator took three months to declare the purchase of a new investment property in Melbourne 
Melbourne, which is required under parliamentary guidelines. Her office says the delay in the declaration was the result of a long settlement, but this morning the minister is facing increasing pressure to stand down, with her opponents saying her position is becoming increasingly untenable. Nat. Thank you, Taylor. Owners of the C-130 water bomber that went down outside Canberra will inspect the wreckage today at the crash site where three men lost their lives. One of the men's daughters has spoken lovingly of her father and is already following his footsteps, learning to be a pilot. I just want everyone to realise that he was all around just a wonderful person. Just cherish the memories that you have with the people that you love. Coulson Aviation, the operator of the downed plane, put out a statement describing the aircraft as reputable, reliable and well-maintained. A four-year-old boy who disappeared from an East Gippsland property in Victoria has been found safe after almost 24 hours. It's been a tumultuous few weeks for the family after their home was destroyed by bushfires. It was the first time they were allowed back to see the ruins when he disappeared. More than 200 emergency service crews spread out across the area before they found him two kilometres from home. More than 100 volunteers have spent their Australia Day weekend helping farmers in drought-stricken regions. A convoy carrying 10,000 bales of hay has made its way from Victoria to northern New South Wales, bringing real hope to those in real need. From the air, an incredible sight. Truck after truck, each stacked with dozens of bales of hay, making their way north to be donated to those who need them most. Everybody's just doing it for the same reason, you know, to help someone out. And I think, you know, it's the way it should be. Truck driver Rodney Smith travelled from Dubbo to Burrumbuttock to load the hay onto his truck before driving it back north. Anything little you can do to help you know, your fellow Australian, I think it's the right thing to do. The hay run started from Horsham in Victoria last week. More trucks and hay joined the convoy at St Arnold, more again in Burrumbuttock, before a total of 180 trucks made their way through Sydney, then to Armadale, arriving to a true Aussie welcome. You know, I can't believe it. Uh, yeah, the country or people so good. The 10,000 bales of hay were donated from 30 locals and collected in just three weeks, worth a staggering $1 million. Farmers from around Australia donating what they could because they understand the pain that so many others are going through. Real bad. Like, a lot of places haven't even got the grass. Dubbo, narrow mine is, is just like a dust bowl. More than 700 farmers will benefit from the donations. Samantha Brett, 7 News. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex have paid tribute to Australia's strength of spirit during the country's bushfire crisis. Prince Harry and Meghan marked Australia Day by praising the nation on social media, saying it's inspirational how Australia has come together in the face of adversity. The 62nd Annual Grammy Awards will take place in Los Angeles this afternoon. Pop star Lizzo leads the nominations this year with eight in total, including Album and Song of the Year, while teen artist Billie Eilish is up for six gongs. Australian alternative dance artist Rufus DeSoul and DJ Flume will go head-to-head -head in the Best Dance Electronic Album category. Rufus DeSoul, who are from Sydney, are also up for Best Dance Recording. 
A recording of Donald Trump demanding the sacking of a woman who was then the US ambassador to Ukraine has been made public. The president was filmed making the remarks during a dinner in 2018 with American businessmen he has repeatedly denied ever meeting. Uh, I don't remember the name, but I'm back. So what are the Get rid of her. Get her out tomorrow. I don't care. Get her out tomorrow. Take her out. Okay? Do it. The businessman who recorded the video, Igor Fruman, then went on to work with the president's personal lawyer to carry out a pressure campaign on Ukraine. The recording was released during the president's right. impeachment trial, which gets back underway tomorrow. The death toll from a powerful earthquake which rocked Turkey on Saturday has risen to 35. The 6.8 magnitude quake toppled buildings and sent residents rushing into the streets. Tremors were also felt in neighbouring Syria and Georgia. 45 people have been rescued from mountains of rubble, including a five-year-old girl. Rescue crews continue to work non-stop to try to free 22 people who remain trapped. Thousands of everyday Australians have donated to get bushfire-affected families back on their feet, but that help doesn't need to come in the form of money. Several companies are stepping up to ensure tangible goods are delivered into the hands of those who need them now. One person's extra is another's essential when wiped out by bushfires. Personal care goods, it's the furniture, it's the rugs, it's the lights, it's everything that you have. White goods, electricals, small electricals are in very high demand at the moment. But often donated products don't get to people who need them right now or later when they're rebuilding. A problem that's found a remedy. It's about getting the right goods to the right people at the right time. Good 360 is a matchmaker between businesses that pledge new products like bedding, footwear, toiletries, furniture, white goods and the charities that give them out to people. Charities request what they need and Good360 gets the items and delivers them to their door. And a new free way of recycling your wardrobe. We've come together with Australia Post and the Salvo stores to enable customers to donate pre-loved items to charity. The iconic fashion website has a prepaid postage label to download, stick on packages of clothing, drop at the post office and send to the Salvos for distribution. They can use any package um, and donate good um, quality clothing, no charge to the customer. Six tonnes of clothing goes into landfill every 10 minutes in Australia. So repurposing new and perfectly good used clothing not only helps people after a disaster, but also reduces unnecessary waste. Helen Wellings, 7 News. The United Nations patron of the oceans has completed his most perilous swim to date, taking on the East Antarctic ice sheet. Lewis Pugh swam for 10 minutes and 17 seconds under the ice to bring attention to the need for marine protected areas around Antarctica. And the environmental activist managed to complete the feat wearing nothing more than his speedos, cap and goggles. To sport now, Nash Barty has survived another big scare at the Australian Open. Up against world number 19, Alison Risk, in the fourth round, Barty was able to reverse their match from Wimbledon last year to reach a second consecutive quarterfinal. Australia Day at the Oz Open and the country's best was in the spotlight. Up against her Wimbledon conqueror Madison Risk, Ash Barty burst out of the blocks. 
There's that forehand. The world number one seized on Risk's mistakes to take the opening set 6-3. But the roles were soon flipped. Barty struggled as the American squared the ledger in the second. Both players stepped it up in the third. No, it's all class. Service breaks became the norm, but this time around it was Barty who held her nerve to set up a quarterfinal with Petra Kvitova. Yeah, I love Petra, but let's hope she doesn't break my heart on Tuesday night, I think, or Tuesday. Roger Federer would have hoped for an easy tie against world number 67, Martin Fuchovic. Early on, it looked anything but. Oh yes, goes back behind Federer, and a good play. The Swiss master dropped the first set, but from there he was in cruise control. Federer dropped just five games in the next three sets to reach his 15th Australian Open quarter-final against the appropriately named Tennis Sandgren. He was not going to be a baseball player, that's for sure. <laughs> played a lot of tennis in my life, but never against tennis. James Manton, 7 News. A blistering century from Matthew Wade has secured the Hobart Hurricanes' place in the Big Bash final. Wade was destructive with the bat against the Adelaide Strikers, carrying it through the innings as he hit 130 off just 61 balls, the second biggest individual score in Big Bash history. Still a bit uh, stressed out after that. It was a close match, you know. Um, really good game of cricket, but pretty stressful for a captain when the ball's flying around like it was. Chasing 217, the strikers put in a good chase, but they eventually ran out of overs, finishing on 8 for 207. The Sydney Thunder have given themselves a chance of playing in the finals, thumping the Perth Scorchers by seven wickets in a rain-affected game. That win leaves the Thunder just inside the top five, waiting eagerly on the result of the Melbourne Renegades and Brisbane Heat game. And you can watch that game between the Renegades and the Heat today across the screens of seven. Adelaide United has pulled off a win against Western United in one of the games of the A-League season. Four goals were scored in the opening 18 minutes as the Reds raced to a 3-1 lead. Western hit back with two of their own equalising through Alessandro Diamante, but it was Adelaide's super sub who stole the win. What an effort that was from Nathan Constantopoulos. The Matildas Olympic qualifiers next month have been moved from Wuhan in China to Sydney after safety fears, of course, over the coronavirus outbreak. A 92-year-old man is quickly becoming an internet sensation after challenging a much younger street performer to a dance battle in the US. The man had just had lunch with his granddaughter in Chicago's Chinatown when he took the opportunity to show off his dance moves. The intergenerational dance-off lasted an impressive two minutes with opinions divided on who won. Taking a look at the weather around the country, troughs are triggering thundery showers over the northern tropics, central parts of Queensland and parts of New South Wales. A high is bringing dry and clear conditions elsewhere. Looking at the capitals, Brisbane partly cloudy, 31. Sydney, a shower or 2 and 28 today. Canberra, possible smoke, partly cloudy and 36 degrees. Melbourne, partly cloudy and 23. Hobart, cloudy and 22 today. Adelaide, sunny and 27. Perth, very hot for you, sunny and 38. And Darwin, a shower or two, possible storms and 33. That is Seven's early news for this Monday the 27th of January. I'm Natalie Barr. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? 
Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.